friends, welcome to the Great Big Yes podcast. My name is Sue Bidstrup, and on this podcast, I talk to people who have said yes to a greater calling in their lives, people who are living with passion and purpose and making a difference in the world. And today I'm speaking with Susan Picorni, and she has written a book that is amazing. It's a great guidebook for self-care. It's called Two Inches of Wool, The Simple Art of Self-Care. And you guys, it has so many good tidbits and tools in there that I know you're going to love it. I've been giving it out as a gift, and I have one for myself that I love. And today on Instagram, we're having a challenge. I have four books to give out, so go ahead and head over to the Instagram account at Great Big Yes and the Instagram account at Two Inches of Wool. You need to like both of them, and then there's a little challenge in there um, for you, and the winners will receive a free copy of the book. So I can't wait to share the book with some lucky winners. And it just has a lot of things in it. It, She talks about yoga, there's scripture in there, there's devotionals, there's even recipes in there. Um, She's just got a lot of really good um, information in there. And she's been teaching and speaking and educating others about wellness for 30 years. So she's got a lot of really good tips and she's lived it out as well. So in this conversation, um, we just, we touch on a lot of things that I, I hope will bless you. I know they blessed me. So um, without further ado, I want to introduce you to Susan, and um, yeah, she's going to explain what two inches of wool means, in case you were wondering. But I hope that you all have some time for some self-care today. All right, thanks for being here. Enjoy. All right. Hi, Susan. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Sue? I'm good. I'm so excited to talk to you. Yeah, I'm just so glad we could finally connect, and I'm really looking forward to talking. I know. I'm glad. Um, yeah, so thanks for being here. Um, you guys, I'm talking to Susan Picorni. She and I met through Holy Yoga, and she um, wrote a book that's amazing that I am so excited to share with everybody. It's called Two Inches of Wool, The Simple Art of Self-Care. And so I think I just want to start, um, I mean, I want to go backwards and talk about your story and everything, but can you, first of all, just kind of um, let us know why you named the book Two Inches of Wool? Oh, sure. You know, so I'm a, I'm a yoga instructor. I've been teaching, uh, boy, 16 years. And um, the, this book really began over four years ago. And I, I had this idea, this vision for a book. I just wanted to share, you know, healthy living tips with my friends and my family and, and my students. And um, I wasn't quite sure what I was doing in the publishing process, so I put the book aside. Okay. And a couple years went by, and I pulled the book out a year ago, and I really felt the Lord calling me to, to pull this out and, and complete it. And so I had this book all, you know, I, I was working on the manuscript and could not come up with a title. Actually, I had a title. Yeah. And everyone that I, I told them about the title, they, um, they were really polite, but not really excited about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as family and friends, we want to be encouraging. But I'm like, come on, I really want some constructive criticism. And um, so I put that title aside and I just waited. I continued to finish my manuscript. And, and the title came from a student of mine. And the, um, it was an email after one of our classes, and in the subject line was two inches of wall. And the minute I saw that title, I knew that was perfect for my book because uh, the wool blanket is a prop that I use in my classes. It's just a simple boiled wool um, gray 
um, kind of drab looking, you know, it's not really bright colored, but we use it under our knees. We use it when we're sitting down, we use it to make more difficult poses um, bearable. Yeah. And you might not think that two inches of wool can make a real big difference in your practice, but if, if you've never used a blanket in your yoga practice, I encourage you to try that. And it's amazing how just those two inches make all the difference in, yes. um, in our practice. And that's what my book is. My book is filled with little choices that we can make each day that we might not think that they're going to make a big difference, but they can have a huge impact um, emotionally, physically, spiritually, wherever we're at. Um, I love I that. think as a... Yeah, yeah. We're, I think oftentimes it's easy for us to make excuses, you know, like why I, I don't have time for this healthy habit or I don't have time for that healthy habit. And I really want to flip that and encourage readers to look at all the opportunities that we have for healthier living. Yes. And that's what Two Inches of Wool is. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's such a great name. And I agree. And I love the idea of just in yoga, using a blanket or using a block. Um, I think Props can mm-hmm. be so helpful, make things more accessible that aren't accessible without the prop. And it's um, it's a form of self-care just to allow yourself to use a blanket or a block or, um, you know, right. just to say yes to that and be like, I'm okay with where I am today and what I need today. And um, so I love that. But I want to get back to, so you are, you mentioned you're a yoga teacher. Um, you also have a website, Pure Home and Body right? Yes. Okay. Can you tell us about that? Sure. So Pure Home and Body really became the, um, the address where I I started blogging online about healthy living. You know, it, it was really taking that natural living off my yoga mat. And, um, I've been on that natural living journey boy for over 20 years. And, I just found um, I love to write about healthier living and inspire people to healthier, healthier living. Yeah. And that's actually my tagline. Yeah, at Pure Home and Body is inspiration for natural living. And um, it's not just, my passion is not just about inspiring people to just, you know, do this, don't do that, you know, this checklist, um, you know, to follow through on that you feel like you should do these things. I really want to inspire people to discover who they are and what are the best things that are really going to benefit you and bless you and make you a healthier person physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So oh, I write I about it. all topics. Yeah. I love that. So, tell, home and body. so you said that you were, this has like been a 20 year journey. How did it start? Like, were you raised with a mom who taught you about this or did you, did you get sick? You know, sometimes there's like a big life event that kind of, um, makes people kind of get into health and wellness, but what, what happened for you? Like, sure. what, yeah. How did that start? Well, for me, it it was a couple of stages, and I did grow up in a home, you know, where my mom cooked home-cooked meals from scratch. Um, We weren't really um, well off, so back then, you know, um, processed foods were kind of a luxury, which is funny, you know, how we flipped to to today. So I grew up with home-cooked meals. Interesting, my mom was a nurse. Mm-hmm. And some of my earliest memories, I remember her not taking medications, mm-hmm. which was really counterintuitive, you know, at that yes. time. 
Um, So I think that she probably laid a little bit of that precedence. And I think the main thing that that I grew up with or learning from that upbringing is to not just not just take whatever somebody tells you what to do. Yeah. Um, And I don't know, maybe that's the doctors probably don't like that. But I do ask a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. And and part of that is it's it's really empowering to individuals to, you know, to take ownership for who we are no matter what we're going through. Um, And then I did, I I suffered from acne um, in my late teens. And really that was part of the beginning of my, my natural living journey was I suffered from severe acne, Mm -hmm. uh, was on tetracycline for three years. Okay. And I'm, you know, I'm still unraveling digestive issues from that. Um, But I met a coworker who had the most beautiful skin and I asked her, I said, how do you keep your skin so beautiful? And I was introduced to aromatherapy in my early 20s. And I, I got it. my first book. Yeah. And <laughs> they talked about in my first book about organic living. And would you believe, Sue, at that time, I had no idea what the term organic even meant. Oh, I believe it. If it was 20 years ago yeah. or uh, 10 right. years ago, even maybe. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yep. But I lived on processed foods. I mean, my diet was like yogurt and coffee and I was burning the candle at both ends in yep. corporate life. Yep. And um, it was just so foreign to me. And that was really the beginning. And I love to share that because, you know, people look at what I do now and it's, um, it's just so different from who I was back then. Yes. And it's really been stages. You know, that was the beginning and where I really, um, really felt driven to share and teach what I have learned is um, my, one of my boys is 20 now and he was born uh, with double, he wasn't born with, maybe he was born with it. But at two weeks old, he had double ear infections, mm-hmm. and I was breastfeeding him. I was doing everything that all the you know the pregnancy books told you to do. Yeah, and he was on antibiotics for his first seven out of nine weeks of life. Oh, poor thing! And tubes put in at nine weeks old, and at that time, nobody ever mentioned chiropractic. No one mentioned whole foods. Right. No one mentioned going gluten free, right. food allergies, all these things that we're learning now are so important to healthier living. Yeah. And I really felt like my hands were tied. I felt like I had no choices. Yes. And so this is what my passion has begun is letting people know what those choices are. And I, I'm, I would never come in and say, oh, you should do this or you should, you know, peppermint oil is the solution for everything. You know, right. <laughs> um, it's, Right. It's good for Um, headaches. Some people, (laughs) yeah, you give people a hammer and then everything's a nail. Right. Right. Um, It's so true. I, I would love more than anything. It's just to, to give people those options and to feel like they have some control over their health and well-being. And that's really, you know, that's really how I've merged into the two inches of wall. Well, and I think what you said when we were talking earlier, too, is there's not one solution for every person, right? So it has to do with people kind of it's education and then and asking questions and finding what works for you. And I found that with the whole, 
eating right dieting thing. Like I was, I grew mm-hmm. up eating um, junk all the time and diet cokes every day, and um, you know all of like Cheetos and Diet Coke was lunch and. So I've had right. to really kind of relearn how to eat and I'm still learning and I'm still really struggling kind of through um, my relationship with food because I, I, I mm. don't like cooking. I don't like that. And I know that I need to cook to kind of get myself out of this um, addiction to sugar. And so mm-hmm. I've started cooking and I've started making it more about, all right, what? let's get different flavors. Let's make this fun. Let's get it. This sounds crazy, but like, let's get some pretty dishes. <laughs> let's get right. the right equipment uh, that I need. If I need a food processor, if I need a crock pot or whatever I need. And so those kinds of things and then like making it an enjoyable thing and kind of shifting the focus from, you know, just, oh, I have to make dinner to I get to make dinner and it's a gift to myself and my family because food is medicine. And so when I'm looking at it, but I'm 48 years old, just learning this and still struggling. And so I think sometimes people get intimidated by the idea of they they might look at someone like you who's healthy and, and has been doing this for 20 years and think they need to do it all in one day. And then they kind of, it's kind of like a diet. Like if you go and look at a diet and you go, okay, I need to lose 50 pounds. Well, you're going to be too intimidated and you're not going to do it. If you just look at it as today, I just need to drink more water, then it's doable. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So what I love about your book is it gives some practical things that we can do to start. And I think that's what, you know, you and I were talking earlier about this book being kind of a bridge as well that we can talk to each other about. Like this would be a great book to um, read with a friend and kind of talk about different things or give to somebody that you would like to have a conversation with about wellness. And, um, because there, there are some practical tips in here, including, which I love some recipes. Um, sure. So how did you decide like what to put in the book? I feel like there's just so many things to talk about. (laughs) Oh, well, you know what, Sue, this is my living document. Okay. This is, I love it. This is how, this is what we do in our home. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that because I still struggle. Yeah. You know, I have days where I struggle. I probably eat far too much chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I know that it's healthy, so yeah. I justify that. Right. Um, but for me, probably my biggest challenge with food, you know, you talked about a relationship with food. Yeah. Is um, I'm always putting others first. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm making the good food for my kids and then I'm taking the leftovers or whatever. And and so really, you know, I wanted to make, so this, this book is my book too. You know, it's my guide Yes. that it's, I need to go back and remind myself that I'm going to be in a better place to serve my family when I'm taking care of myself and to not have guilt over self-care Yes. and that it's important for me to, to take those steps. So really, you know, the recipes that you see in the back, I've got my bone broth cooking on my stove right now. Yeah. Um, you know, these are these are the recipes that we use in our family every week. Um, even the spa recipes, you know, there's a lot of complicated recipes, whether it's for, you know, your kitchen or your bath that might have, you know, 15 ingredients and you get intimidated by those long lists. Yes. And I, I really wanted to include the most simple things because with simple beginnings comes a lot of confidence and satisfaction. And I, I don't think that. we have to make things complicated, right? Mm-hmm. We just want to make, build habits that are going to stick 
And then along with that comes that confidence to maybe try something more advanced. I love it. Yeah, because even like when you do the lav calming lavender spray, it's just lavender essential oil and water. <laughs> I right. mean, anyone right. can do that, right? And I think even with the essential oils, I love them so much. But even that can be super yeah. intimidating because you start to go, wait, I have to make all these recipes or whatever, instead of just kind of taking our time and 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 starting simply. And so I love that. I think that's important. And yes, in the kitchen, I get so intimidated. Sometimes I'll be so excited to make something and there'll be an ingredient on there or some, like I said, some kitchen gadget I don't have or something. And then I become frustrated, right? So I right. do think you, you build confidence if you can start simply with, um, even, I mean, you talk in your book about, you know, breath work and you talk about being creative. And I love this because we all have, and this is such a great big yes thing to say, but like we all have mm. a special calling on our lives. We all have a uniqueness for ourselves, like a creativity within us, a voice that no one else has that's unique. And so right. what I love about your book is you can use all these things no matter who you are or where you are. Um, and through these things, you start to discover your own gifting and your own um when you take care of yourself, you have more time, I think, and just more energy to um, be alert and aware of where God's calling you. And I think that's, yes. I think when we're tired and when we're frustrated and when we haven't nourished ourselves well, we don't have time for that creative space. Right, because we're in survival mode. And yeah. I have been there, Sue. Oh yes. my gosh, that's just, and anybody that's listening out there, I just, my heart goes out to you in prayers, you know, yes. and just know that it's just a season. Yes. Um, but we weren't meant to be in that depleted stage for long periods. You know, we were created for abundance mm -hmm. and abundance can come through little things. We tend to sometimes, and I do this myself where I think, oh, I have to do something major yeah. to feel that abundance. <laughs> totally. And, you know, just to trust that, you know, the day-to-day -day living and the little things that we can do can have a huge impact because they add up yes. to a bigger impact, right? I love that. So, yeah. So tell me about how you, I mean, you had talked about, okay, so you were a yoga teacher. Like, did you practice yoga before you became a yoga teacher? Because I met you when you were already, I mean, you had been a yoga teacher for a while. So like, um, because I think that's even interesting because I talk to so many people who are thinking about coming to um, holy yoga training and even that can be intimidating. Right. Like they may feel the call to and then they may say, well, I'm not a teacher. I could never be a teacher. So can you tell me a little bit about like how you even started with that piece of it? Oh, sure. So I I actually was a fitness instructor back when it was aerobics. Oh, I love <laughs> that it. That was my my. Yeah, my high school and college job. Like um, with leg warmers? Aerobics. Did you wear leg warmers? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, leg warmers. And the leotards. I think we wore leotards then. Oh, I'm really dating myself. I love <laughs> it. Like Jane Fonda. Yes, yeah. totally. Um, but I would, I would be like in college on an eight-foot table in our gym with like 500 students, you know, five o'clock in the evening. And, yeah. Uh, so that was my earlier beginnings. And then I had kids and took a little break from teaching. And it was actually kind of funny how I started teaching yoga because my husband and I had gone away just for a couple of nights. Um, we had the grandparents watch the kids and we really didn't get to do that too much when the kids were little. And so it was really a special weekend. And I took my first yoga class yeah. and I loved it because I was a gymnast. 
And when I took that yoga class, it was just stretching. And I really, I love that it brought me back to my, you know, younger years in athletics. And I came back to the YMCA where I had taught aerobics and my boss asked if I'd want to teach yoga. And so would you believe back then, (laughs) boy, that was, yeah, 17 years ago, um, I met with the existing yoga instructor, which was one person, and we had like a two-hour class, and she showed me the sun salutation, and that was it. And I started teaching <laughs> yoga. I love it. Yeah, it's a little so different I'm a now. Little embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but since then, you know, I've yeah. done other trainings, and um, but you know, the Lord has really walked with me. I mean, he he met me on my mat even before I knew that I could invite him there. You know, Same. he met me yep. in that that quiet space that I really had a difficult time coming into. Um, I'm a real busy person. Um, I'm probably more of a Martha than a Mary. Yep. And what I love about yoga is God has shown me just the abundance that I could find um, coming into quiet and stillness with him. Yes. And... Uh, Yeah, so I had been on this journey with my yoga and my faith really on my own. And um, it just was a beautiful thing to get connected with the Holy Yoga community. And I am just overjoyed to be a part of this this group and um, movement and the community and the friends that I've made like you all over the country. I know. It's great. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. Have you always believed in God? Like, did you grow up in church? I grew up in church, but I did not find the, um, I didn't come to know the Lord until I was, boy, 29, and I had had two kids, Okay. and I just did not hear, I had never heard, um, I had heard the gospel, I'm sure, growing up in the church, but it wasn't until my late 20s that I really, I received that invitation, and it's just been a beautiful um, a beautiful awakening, yeah. and I'm just so thankful to have the Lord in my life. And then not only that, but to have the ministry of yoga yeah. combined with that, it's just so powerful. I, I'm just super excited to see God working in the church and working through people's lives to really live live in the fullness of His grace in your mind, your body, and your spirit. Yeah, I know. And he wants to integrate us, right? And we tend to put him in a box like he's just in our mind or, um, you know, even we can get super, um, I think just it's only on Sunday (laughs) or it's only in church or um, and he wants to be there in our in our yoga or workout or whatever it is, you know, I feel like I do some good praying with and some time with the Lord when I'm walking, you know, Um, There's Mm -hmm. just so, he's always present, but I love just, there's so much joy when you move your body and worship at the same time. Like, I think that to me is just so, it's so, it's integrative, right? Like it's what we're talking about. It's total wellness. You know, I think a lot of people seek out yoga for healing. I know I did. I I sought it out originally for anxiety and panic attacks and Mm. um, the breath work saved me. I mean, it was just so amazing. But like you said, God met me on my mat. I love how you put it um, before I knew I could invite him there. Right. Like he showed up. Right. He showed up. And so um, I love I love that he's not bound by 
four walls of a church or anything like that. Like he's everywhere. And so, yeah, that's, that's so good. And yeah, he wants us to take care of ourselves and our bodies. You know, I, I used to think of it as like, oh, I want to take care of myself so I can not get fat or, um, whatever it is. And, and really now it's about being, um, ready for the call on my life, whatever I'm called to do, I want to be healthy Mm -hmm. enough to do it. And I want to take care of myself in a way that honors God. And so I think when it shifts for you like that, then it's more of a get to than a have to. Um, It has to be about more than our appearance or it won't last. At least I found that for myself, you know. Um, Well, and it's interesting in scripture how, you know, he says that he wants us to be able to run the race. Yes. There's this this physical movement, you know, it's it's a spiritual act, but how often do we kind of, we put that in a box, you know, it's like, oh no, you know, I work out at the gym, I do my church thing, I do my school thing or family thing, and it can all be together. And, and I do believe that he has, the Lord does not want us in our bedrooms with a pillow over our head, suffering from migraine headaches where we can't interact with anyone. I know. And I've been there and, and pleading with the Lord, knowing that that's not abundance. That's not where he wants us to stay. He can certainly use that suffering and he uses it to, um, you know, create that perseverance and that character and that hope that we can encourage other people, you know, to pull out of those dark places um, but it's so that we can run the race and we can encourage one another and be our best and be who he created us to be. I love that. I love it too. I mean, I just feel like I think you're right. You know, my my daughter suffers from migraines. I went through a period of time where I suffered from migraines. And I think there's just, mm. I've been listening to this um, functional medicine doctor, um, Dr. Hyman. Do you know who that is? And, yes, I've heard of him. Yeah. And he does, um, he talks about, um, the broken brain, which I don't know if I like the the title, but he talks about it. Um, basically, all of the things in our so migraines, ADHD, dyslexia, um, dementia, bipolar, depression, all of the things um, that we might have and we might struggle with, and just the different ways how um, nutrition can be a really big part of solving those issues, but also that we need mm. to look at the whole person, you know, we need to look at social and sleep right. and um, community. Do they have a community? Are they connecting? Are they, you know, just all of the things. And so I find that work really, really fascinating. And I think um, it goes well with yoga and kind of how we look at the whole person and we look at body, mind, soul, strength, and all of that. But you're right. And I, I think of how much, um, how alone we can feel if we feel depressed or if we have the migraines, if we're shut up in our room or if we have some sort of a um, challenge that we're going through. And I love your book because it, it mm. just the idea of it is that, you know, you're not alone, that we're all on this journey to, you know, we're all, we're doing it alone, but we're together. Like we understand that right. each other, you're not unique to have challenges. Unfortunately, we all have to deal with that stuff. But, um, so I love right. that. What would you say to someone who's just starting to learn about self-care, no matter their age? What, what do you think is a good place to start? Well, I think, you know, starting small is a huge factor. And 
you know what I loved what you said earlier about like just healthy cooking. Yeah. You know, you were looking for things that would encourage you yeah. in, in that walk. And I think sometimes, what is it, the, that one thing that was a slogan, no pain, no gain, yeah, right? totally. That I think that, that was such a huge part of our culture for so many years. And I think as Americans especially, we still, we still think that that's how our journeys have to be. Yeah. And wh- what I love about yoga um, and walking with the Lord is he's always very gentle with us, isn't he? Amen, yes. Through change. And really, that's at the heart of my book, is to extend grace to yourself, to take those small steps, and to make it enjoyable. Yeah, you know, I like I might have a list of, um, you know, fifteen activities to do for getting out in nature. You know, getting some fresh air. Well, you know, one person might like to bicycle. One person might want to go hiking. Another person, you know, might like to go for a walk in a meadow. Yeah. Um, you know, find the things that are really going to encourage you, you know, and it's easy, like when we have friends on Facebook that are posting, you know, what they're doing and your instinct might be, oh, I should go do that. You know, instead right. of like copying all the time, think about, wow, what does that inspire me to do? Oh, I what, that. you know, yeah. what is my unique makeup? How could I take that idea and make it unique for me so that it really inspires me to be myself and honor who I am? I and that's, that. I guess, the biggest, you know, that starting point is get, get to, um, to build a, a strong relationship with yourself and accept yeah. yourself for who you are and not try to be someone else. Yes. And I believe out of that will be that natural outflow of, you know, the, the habits will be more enjoyable when you're honoring yourself. Yes. And doing the things that really connect with yourself. I agree. It doesn't have to be torture to exercise. <laughs> it doesn't have to be torture to cook well, right? Like there like we yeah. are meant to have delight in those things as we take care of ourselves. So I love that. That's awesome. Well I mean, the Lord says what? We're like taste and see that the Lord is good. I think of that every time I eat a food that I like, right? Yes. <laughs> like we shouldn't feel guilty if there's a food that we don't like, right? It's okay. Right. You know, focus on the good things. Well, and what I love too, it's so true. And what I love too about what you have shared today about your journey is so, you know, you had some things in your life that caused you to kind of start looking into this. And then, and you didn't, like, I love watching kind of how your destiny is unfolding, right? Like how God's dream for mm. your life is unfolding and coming to fruition over time. I think that's another area where people feel like, well, I'm not doing anything for the Lord right now, or I'm not doing anything in ministry. Or, I'm not doing anything with my life, or I haven't written my book, or I haven't, you know, all of those things. And what right. I love about your story is you're like, I was doing this for 20 years and then so different things came up along the way where you started learning about food, you started learning about yoga or oils, or, and then you started this blog, and right. then the book came along. It's this natural unfolding, and I think that's what right. happens in our wellness and our self-care, too. It starts with maybe just a deep breath. <laughs> Um, or in, you know, it says in scripture in rest and stillness, you will find your salvation, right? So maybe it's just in a few minutes of stillness every day, you know, not anything that costs any money or, um, or just making a, making a rest, a new recipe and kind of taking joy in it or 
all of that. Because even I'll be like, I know I need to take vitamins and I'll be standing in Target in the aisle of vitamins, totally overwhelmed. And I'm like, ah, forget it. And I just (laughs) go buy some more pillows or something. (laughs) I don't know. Right. Um, Right. And so I think instead of, I want to encourage everyone who's listening to get this book and really just kind of start just wherever, like wherever you start, you're where you're supposed to be. Right. And maybe it's just with a prayer, like, Lord, give me a desire to live a life of wellness and, and to take delight in that. Well, and I think another, I love that you mentioned prayer, Sue, because that is really, I mean, God designed us and he knows what's best for each one of us. And, you know, the other thing you could pray for is discernment, you know, like, Lord, give me the discernment and the eyes to see how these things are affecting me. And I think when you have that motivation where you start, you start seeing some positive benefits from the choices that you're making, that's going to be just a natural way to motivate you to keep making those good choices. So start small, start small and and allow yourself those little places to have the, the small victories. And over time, it'll just naturally grow. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Mm. And I would love for you, would it be okay for, would you be willing to pray for us before um, we go? I would love to do that. Thanks so much for having me, Sue. It was oh, great to talk. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear Lord Jesus, I just lift up Sue and her ministry. And I, I just pray for every listener here, Father God, that you would just take these words and Use them for your glory to just bless the lives of those who hear it. Um, We thank you, Lord, that you are our creator and that we are beautifully, wonderfully made. And I just pray, Lord, that you would give us each the eyes to see the path before us and and the places that you want us to go and um, just breathe your life into each one of us, Father God, and just give us the grace to extend to ourselves just as you give to us. Thank you so much that you love us, that you are unfailing, um, never-ending, almighty God. We love you, and we just give all of this, um, all of our work to you, Jesus, and your holy name we pray. Amen. I love that. (laughs) Thank Mm. you, and thank you for writing this book and just for sharing your story with us today. It's been such a pleasure to have you on. Well, thank you, Sue. I look forward to connecting with more people and, you know, even talking one-on-one and getting feedback. I just, I would love that. Yes. And, you know, hear your stories of your journeys and, yes. you know, where people are going. And um, I believe that's what we're here for is to encourage one another. Amen. Yes. And just to keep pressing on, right? That's right. So, thank and you for, for your work. Yeah. And for everyone that's listening, I'm going to put um, all the links on Facebook and Instagram and everything so we can all keep in touch with Susan and kind of I would love that just build community share stories and help encourage each other on this road to wellness and abundance so thank you so much Thanks, I would love that too yeah thank you